to consolidate your credit card debt with your IRA or 401k? Yeah, it's possible. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's Adam Talks, strategies for reducing your credit card debt using your IRA or 401k plan. So there's approximately, we are getting close to $1 trillion of credit card debt uh, nationally. That is a pretty monstrous number. Now we all have and deal with credit card debt. Now the one of the more significant elements of a higher interest rate environment is that credit card debt is even more expensive today than it was years ago. You're looking at close to 22 to 25% on interest on your unpaid credit card debt that compounds, that keeps growing each month, assuming you're just kind of putting in minimum amounts or a little bit above minimum each month, your credit card debt is compounding each month, not at eight or 10%, but at 22 plus percent, okay? So it is going to take a massive, massive reworking of your debt to kind of get that under control, especially if higher interest rates are going to continue, which we all expect it will for you know the next several years at least. So wanted to do the podcast today to kind of talk about strategies for combating this enormous growing credit card debt, which keeps growing because of compounding returns, just keeps growing and growing and growing every month. The interest keeps adding, adding, adding. And as the balance increases and the interest keeps pounding on that on that unpaid balance, it uh, keeps growing. And it's not just you or me, it's pretty much all of America. So consolidating debt, basically figuring out a way to borrow money, hopefully from your IRA or 401k, or use some of that money to pay down that debt and consolidate your debt, especially when it comes to credit card debt, is really important. If you can reduce your 22 to 25% debt to maybe 8.5%, that's going to save you a lot of money over the next 5 to 10 years, and, and even more um, as that window grows. So I'm going to give you five to six ways that you can use your retirement account to consolidate debt and take care of this growing phenomenon in the United States where we're uh, reaching close to a trillion dollars of credit card debt. Okay, so the first and obvious solution is if you have access to a 401k plan at work or a solo 401k plan if you're self-employed is the loan. Okay, the loan will let you borrow $50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less, and use that for any purpose. Okay, so if you have 100K in your 401k, you can borrow 50K. If you have 30K in your 401k, you can borrow 15K. Okay, so what does that do is it allows you to pull money out of your 401k for any purpose, okay, and then use it to pay down, for example, credit card debt. So yes, you are stuck at the 50,000 or 50% 50 of your account value. And that rate has not got up in 25, 30 years, um, but at least it's something, okay? Um, whereas you may not have other sources. So what you are doing is you are essentially pulling money out of your 401k plan, tax-free, penalty-free, using that for any purpose, okay? Including paying off credit card debt, including doing anything you want. 
and being able to reduce your 25% potential credit card rate to 8.5%, which is what it is August, uh, mid-August 2023. Okay, so what are we doing? We're basically saying, okay, let's say you got 100K in your 401K, or if you're self-employed, you got 100K in your solo K, you borrow 50K, you take that 50K and you pay off your credit card debt or a big chunk of it. And instead of paying the credit card company 23, 25%, you're paying yourself, your plan, a maximum rate of 8.5%, okay? Which again, is much lower than the 20 to 25% rate. Plus instead of paying it to Visa or MasterCard, you're paying it to yourself. So the 50K that you just took from your plan, you're actually guaranteeing yourself an 8.5% rate of return Plus, you have free use of that money to do whatever you want with it, including paying down your credit card debt. So obviously, you need to make sure you pay the loan back. It's a five-year loan. you got to pay back at least quarterly, but you can pay back weekly or biweekly or monthly, but at least four times a year. Again, the interest rate's at least 8.5%. You can go higher if you wish. That's the minimum interest rate. And the advantage is you get tax-free penalty freeze. So the money, as I mentioned, and instead of paying 25% interest, you pay 8.5%, and you're paying it to yourself. Not to a credit card company, you're paying interest back yourself, which is you know really advantageous and guaranteed rate of return of eight and a half percent, which is really good, right? If imagine you can guarantee eight and a half percent investment returns, we would all take it. Uh, no matter what your financial advisor promises, we would all take eight and a half percent today. Um, so that's the number one, I would say, solution to consolidate debt. Now, obviously, if you don't have access to a 401k at work, where you're not self-employed and can't set up a 401k that option is off the table, right? But remember, let's say you have $100,000 rollover from a former employer. Um, and let's say you have a side business. Maybe you're a consultant. Maybe you sell stuff on eBay. Maybe maybe you do um, you know, math tutoring. Wh whatever the case may be, you still have the potential to set up a solo K through that side business, even if you don't have an entity set up for that side business, right? Maybe it's a sole proprietor. No problem. You can still set up a solo K. That business doesn't need to be Apple or Google. It could generate $1,000 a year, $2,000. There just needs to be the anticipation of profit, the expectation of revenue. So you have something on the side, some gig, drive for Uber or DoorDash or you or Santa Claus on Christmas uh, in a mall or you do consulting or you have a side business, whatever the case may be. That business, that activity can set up a solo K. And even if you're not generating a couple grand, that's fine. You just won't be able to contribute a lot to it, but you can still use the plan as an investment vehicle slash loan source where you can roll that 100K tax-free from your former IRA and then or former employer that's in an IRA today and then borrow $50,000 tax-free penalty and then use that to consolidate your debt and reduce your interest. So that's the first solution. The second one is hardship distributions. Whether you have a higher IRA or 401k, if you can show uh, you know, financial despair uh, where you need uh, the money to pay medical, to pay financial, uh, you're disabled, um, someone passed away uh, and you got to um, obviously pull money out, uh, medical expenses, I mentioned, and IRS levy, um, reservist distributions. But really, if you're in uh, financial despair, thanks to the Secure Act 2.0, it's even easier if you're a member of a 401k or a participant to self-certify that you need the hardship. Now, what the hardship does is it allows you to take the money out. You still have to pay tax on it, but you escape the 10% penalty. So it's great, not amazing, right? The 401k is the ultimate because you get tax-free penalty for use of the money, 
With the hardship, you still have to pay tax. You just escape the 10% penalty. But now because of Secure Act 2.0, which passed at the end of 22, uh, it's easier to self-certify. You don't have to go through all these um, you know, really frustrating um, um, hoops to prove to your employer that you have financial hardship. It's much easier to self-certify. Uh, the next one is called the Rule 55, which is really only for 401k plans. So if you leave your job and you're 55 or older, um, it's because you're pre-Social uh, Security, you can pull the money out um, without 10% penalty. You still have to pay tax on what you pull out, but you can escape the 10% penalty. Remember, you have to be over 55, you have to leave your job, and it has to be a 401k. It's not an IRA option, okay? But what this does, this rule 55, is it lets you get the money out without penalty, just like the hardship. You save the 10% hardship, uh, early distribution penalty, but you still have to pay income tax on what you pull out. You're not limited to what you can pull out. You can pull it all or a little or a minimum amount. There's no limitation. You escape the 10% penalty, still pay income tax, but you have to be at least 55 years old and you have to leave your job. You can always come back, but you got to leave your job. Rule 72 is the next solution, which applies to IRAs and 401ks, which essentially lets you pull money out for at least five years, generally to your 59 and a half. The difference between the 72 and the 55 is with the 72, you're limited to a certain amount each year based off a life expectancy table. Okay, you're stuck in it for five years at least. Um, you also just save the 10% penalty. You still have to pay tax on what you pull out, but it's also open to IRAs and 401ks. Now, 72 is not used as prevalent as 55 because the amount you can pull out is usually a small amount. It's like three or 4% of your total, which for some folks, it just doesn't move the needle and it's just not worth being locked in for five years and only save 10%. Just like, well, whatever, it's not worth it. If I did in an IRA, I can pull out whatever I want and also be subject to 10%. Um, so the only thing you're saving again on the 75, the 55 and the hardship is you're saving the 10% penalty. If you have money in a 401k, generally these three solutions come in handy because believe it or not, if you have money in a 401k and you're under 59 and a half, you need what's called a trigger event to pull your money out. You generally have to leave your job or be over the age of 59 and a half. So if you're like 40, 45, 50, 55, you're still working, you need money to pay down your credit card debt, what are your solutions? Well, you can do a loan, but let's say your plan doesn't have a loan. You can then do a hardship if you can prove hardship. Okay, you can take as much as you need to cover that hardship. Um, you can do the rule 55, but you have to leave your job and be over 55. So if you're 45 years old or 48, that wouldn't help. Then you can do the rule 72. The problem with the rule 72 is you're only limited to a certain amount each year and you have to take out at least five years in a row or until you get hit 59 and a half. So, um, and you only save the 10% penalty. You still have to pay tax and you pull out. So the, the, the advantage isn't as significant um, as rule 55 or uh, a hardship, which you have uh, um, a larger um, volume of money that could potentially be pulled out. Whereas rule 72 really is a percentage based off your life expectancy table, which uh, isn't that material. The next solution is if you're a Rother like I am, um, having a Roth IRA, for example, gives you an advantage right away because Roth IRA contributions, you can pull out anytime you want tax-free penalty-free. So let's say I'm 30 years old and I put $5,000 in a Roth IRA till I'm 45. So that's 15 years in a row. I do five years, okay? So that's another 
you know, let's say I did 15 years, um, I can do um, 65K, right? Let's make sure my math is, is right. So 15 years, uh, $5,000, I can do, sorry, 75K, I can pull out tax-free penalty free. The earnings on the contributions, that I need to be at least 59 and a half and the Roth must be open at least five years. But the Roth IRA contributions, I can always pull out tax-free. So that's why it's another reason why I'm a big Rother is that, again, I've been doing Roth IRAs for 23 years. Um, let's say I put in on average 5,000 a year, it's 100 or so 15,000 bucks. I have the ability to pull out to cover debt. Now, obviously I don't really wanna do that unless I have to, because that is gold to me. That's that's liquid gold because so long as I can wait till I'm 59 and a half, the Roth's been open five years, Everything I have in my Roth, I can pull out tax-free. But if you're in a bind and you're stuck, you can always pull out the Roth contributions tax-free. The Roth 401k is not that easy because, again, remember, I said, if you're under 59 and a half, you need to trigger an event to pull money out of the plan. So even if you've made Roth contributions of 10, 15, 20K a year for the last five or so years, because you're under 59 and a half, you don't have access to those funds unless you can do a hardship, the loan, the Rule 55, or the Rule 72. You can't just pull the Roth out. Whereas if you had it in an IRA, the contributions in the Roth can always go out anytime you want tax-free, penalty-free. It's the earnings. You got to wait for your 59 and a half and five years. So let's say in the last 20 years, I put 100K of contributions in the Roth and now it's worth 400K because of my great investments. I can pull the 100 out tax-free, penalty-free, but the 300 of earnings on that 100 I have to wait till I'm 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years. So obviously be cautious. As I mentioned, the Roth's liquid gold. You don't want to give it up unless you have to. But hey, for some people, you may say, hey, I got 40, 50, 60K in credit card debt piling up at 25% rate. I'll suck it up. I'll take 30, 40K out of my um, Roth and just eat up that credit card debt and reduce the interest to zero. Um you know, that, that works. And then especially if you're young, you can say, okay, I have 20, 30 more years to build up my Roth. I need to knock out this credit card debt now because interest rates are higher. This 25% is killing me. I'm never going to get out of this thing. In the next five years, the credit card debt is going to be three times higher and it's going to spiral out of control. And it's going to put me in a very severe financial hardship position. So I get it. You need to, you need to handle what's in front of you. I totally understand you're 30, 40, 50. You have spiraling credit card debt because you know things happen in life. We all deal with it, right? Um, you know, you got a medical issue, you go on vacation, it costs more, you get your, your, the flight gets canceled, you got to pay for a hotel for three days. I get it. We've all been there. Credit card debt is expensive. You got birthdays, anniversaries, and weddings. And before you know it, you got you know sizable credit card debt at now 25% interest. Um, that's a major problem. And I totally understand if you got a liquid some of your or liquid liquidate some of your IRA or 401k to handle it. That's fair. Um I'm not I'm not one of these people that just look at people and say, oh my God, I can't be believe you rated your retirement account. How could you? You should look at the future. No, sometimes you got to deal with what's in front of you, especially if you're young in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and you still have 25 potential years to grow your retirement. It's okay to knock out some of this growing debt which is, you know, for some of us spiraling out of control. And I get it, especially with the way these interest rates are on credit card debt. I mean, the 20, 25% debt, even a $20,000 um, 
deficit can be worth 60K in two to three years. Like, it's okay. I get it. So hopefully this podcast um, was helpful because the solutions I outlined could serve as a very valuable source of funding in a tax-efficient way. And hopefully if you're young enough, you can make all this money up and also handle your current financial situation and, and give you more, um, put you more at ease, give you, um, you know, so a cushion, financial liquidity, and um, just let you breathe, which is, which is fine. Like I get it. Um, you know, I, I used some of my retirement account. I remember um, during uh, 2008, 2009, I was starting a business. I get it. Like it's fine. I was young enough and, you know, in the last, 15 years, I, I built back that money up and I was able to handle some things I needed to personally, which is fair. So again, 401k loan or solo K loan, hardship, which is now much easier to self-certify. Um, rule 55, which is only for 401ks. Rule 72, which is for IRAs and 401ks. And remember the hardship, the 55, the 72, um, only save the 10% penalty. You still have to pay tax. Uh, and then obviously, if you're a Roth or like I am, the ability to pull out those contributions in an IRA tax-free, penalty-free, I think is pretty valuable. Obviously, that would be a, my last option, but sometimes it's it's the best one. Um, Roth 401ks, you're still stuck with the trigger and event rule uh, of age 59 and a half. That's kind of it. Those are really the most popular solutions for consolidating, um, using your retirement account, IRA or 401k to help pay down your debt. Um, listen, I, I hope not, none of none of you guys have to go there, but you know, I've been there um, and we all kind of face situations in our, our life. If you're young enough, sometimes um, you know going through your retirement accounts, it's really the best option, even though I hate saying it because I really believe in the retirement system. It's rigged in our favor, the power of compounding returns. I get it. Sometimes you got to deal with what you got to deal with. And if you have this lingering debt that just keeps growing and growing because you can't pay it down fast enough and interest rates are just keep climbing. Um, sometimes it's not the worst thing to just take care of it, put it to bed. And then obviously it's, it also emotionally, psychologically, just like puts you at ease. You can sleep better at night that is handled. And now you can kind of start again and really focus on saving and a retirement account, but at least you got that personal debt off the table. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully it was helpful. I hope no one <laughs> needs to um, use any of these tips, but you know, it happens, right? So if you do, I get it. Nothing to be ashamed of. You just want to do it the most tax efficient way um, so that you don't um, raid your retirement account the wrong way. Understand the tax rules, the implications. But hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And that that's okay. Just remember, take care of one issue and then, you know, go back and do the, the three keys that I always focus on. You know, be consistent, make contributions, start as early as you can, and just trust the process. And hopefully, um, just like I did in, in 08, 09, I pulled some money out of my retirement account to start a business in a, in a tough financial uh, time. I was able over the last um, 15 years to kind of make that money back, I think, uh, with some good investments and lucky investments and just more savings than I did before. So it's possible. Obviously, the younger you are, the more uh, opportune uh time it is to to pull money out of a retirement account much harder when you're 75 or 80 than when you're in your 40s or 50s because you just have less time to make it up but hey you gotta deal with sometimes what's in front of you and take care of your family and that's that's understandable so that's a wrap hope you guys enjoyed the podcast you're watching on youtube thumbs up appreciate it uh if you guys have any questions comments leave them below love hearing from everyone otherwise this podcast generally drops every wednesday sometimes in the summer we get busy and i don't know 
drops a little late, but I do my best to get this out every Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed it. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll see everyone again next week. Ciao.